Hi, everyone. Welcome to Podcast Town. This is the show, Podcast Town. It's episode 19 or something like that. I am a host of the show. My name is Chris. I am joined by my co-host. Rob Haddon, you said you were a host. I am the host. Okay. I didn't want to have to get competitive right off the bat, but you leave me no choice. I am the host. You are the co-host. True. Yes. Let's put things back in order. I felt uncomfortable there. I am not the lead. You got a little gutsy there. You tried to uh, form a coup. Yep. Full on regretted it immediately. I will not have a mutiny on this podcast. Usually, though, when the person who perform who tries to to uh, perform a coup, is that what you do? Do you perform a coup? In some sense, yes. You perform it. Uh, I guess. You <laughs> orchestrate a coup. Whatever. Usually, that person doesn't just get to like go back to their normal job of being like the other guy. There's a well in 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 the political realm, which we're not politics, right? Like I don't. No, 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 no. We're not yeah. politics. We're not no, politics. No, 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 no. Um, but we are a podcast, and we are a podcast town, and you are Rob, and I'm Chris, and we're the hosts. Yeah. And we're doing another episode. We're still quarantined. We're still separate, like everyone is, and uh, we have to do it. We are. We we got a call from the governor. And he told us that we are an essential business and that we need to keep doing this podcast. We were kind of on the fence about it. We, and he was like, no, you need to keep doing this. You are actually braver than uh, anyone in the healthcare um, profession, you know, braver than every doctor and nurse combined, he said, the governor. And they gave us masks and PPEs. They said, you guys need these more than them. Yeah. And I was like, we're not even leaving our house. We're doing the podcast remotely. He's like, thank God. If there's one thing that I, I, that I have to say is that during this time when we're all home and basically doing nothing but like working and if you have kids, taking care of your kids and like, just like being home and bored all the time, um, you need content. I'm running out of content. Absolutely. And I think that is, the, that is maybe what the governor was getting at is that he was running out of podcasts to listen to. And and it's weird because we're not the only podcast out there. And if you ask me personally, I think that like hospitals should be as considered essential businesses. But he said no. He actually said uh, he's he's shutting down the hospitals. Well, he said there's you know they're full of sick people, so like that's obviously the problem. He said it was bumming him out that he needed to just listen to a podcast and can we just do it please and so listen i'm uh, heeding the call is what we're doing who am i to tell a governor no of course not i was proud to do it i'm yeah, we're here to serve that's what we said since day one right talk and serve yes yeah and here we're doing it again so what we do on podcast town is we play you um podcasts and we show you some cool ones that you didn't know about yeah and we're going to get back to what we normally do because I think like last week, what we tried to do was give you something a bit more educational. And I think what we realized is even when we try to do that, it doesn't work. So we're just going to get back to our roots and uh, play you a podcast that's a bit more for entertainment purposes. Yeah, we tried to help people last time and it didn't work out. Didn't go over well. No, they gave some pretty um, bad advice. Yeah. So now we're just going to go back to just finding a podcast that we think looks interesting, not screening it beforehand and playing it live and so i think we should just get into it rob what do you think yeah well we have nothing actually to say about the episode so yeah do you want to just hit right. play? we should just hit play uh i wouldn't I even guess we could tell them what it's called right 
I guess so. Yeah. So we, uh, this is called, this is like, a, I believe if, if it's not NPR, it's like an NPR type of show, I, I think. It, it definitely comes off as like investigative reporting. Yeah, something like that. And uh, all I know about it is the title. It is called The Fish Prince of Bel-Air. And so I guess let's just hit play, right? All right. Yeah, go. Okay, here we go. Bye. In 2014, there were over 750,000 betta fish in the United States of America. Today, there are under 50. So where did all these fish go? Well, you're going to find out. And it all starts in the city of Tallahassee, Florida. I met Bob Kay at a CVS in line to buy some migraine medication. I didn't have any interest in doing a documentary about him. I didn't have any interest in doing documentaries at all. And yet, he tapped me on the shoulder. I happened to be recording the conversation. Y'all gonna go up there? Y'all gonna go up there to the counter? Y'all next in line? What are y'all doing just standing here around with a microphone in the middle of a CVS? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is this is what you're doing. You should be sorry. Do you know who you're talking to? Listen, I hate to tell you this, but you are actually in front of me. You can oh, go what? up to the cash register anytime you want, sir. I thought it was weird. You have been facing the wrong way this whole time. You've been staring at me. I am behind you in line. The cash register is behind you. No, 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 no. I'm leaving, and I'm taking this migraine minister. I got a headache. I gotta go. Hey, wait. You're taking the from my hand. You're taking the migraine. Wait, sir. Sir, sir, this sir. This is mine. This is mine now, and all no. your things are mine, and I own the phones. I'm leaving. As I followed him out to the parking lot, I couldn't help but notice that the trunk of his Dodge Durango was full of fish food. That's a lot of fish food. Like, what are you, what are you doing with all that, that fish food? Like, those little bottles of fish food. I got fish at home. I got tons of fish. I got fish up the wazoo. I got fish, big fish, little fish, uh, small fish, large fish, and I got to feed them all these little fish flakes. So I go down there to the Petco, and I buy it by the pallet. How many fish, if you don't mind my asking, sir, how many fish do you own? I got about 20,000 fish, I think. Maybe 20,000 in one. It's hard to tell. I lose count. And they fucking, they make it more fish. It's hard. But I'll tell you, I got a whole... You, you should come over sometime. What'd you, what'd you say your name was? It was at that point that Bob K handcuffed me to him and threw me into the passenger side of his Dodge Durango. I had no way of knowing it then, but I was on my way to, you beta believe it, the number one exotic fish zoo in the country. Now this one here, this one is Tibblefoot. I say that because one of his fins, it looks like a foot, and I named him Tibbles. This one over here, this one is Jenkins. This one here is Marble Toe. This one here, I don't remember that one's name. I don't know where he even freaking came from. But anyway, I bought all these fish cash money with using the money from my family. 
And well, I got all these things here, and I have people come down and they look at them. I got a whole bunch of people who help me take care of them because it's hard to feed all these fish all day. You can feed these fish all day long. You know that with those kind of little things that I buy. You're going to put a few flakes in every single one of these little fish bowls that I got stacked to the ceiling. It'll take you all goddamn day. You're doing it by yourself. That is that is fascinating, but I have to tell you that the, the four, three or four fish you named, you were just pointing at one. There's only one in the tank you that we're looking at what bob k was an interesting character to say the least what are you doing a documentary on me i gotta tell you you're not the first person who's done a documentary about me i'll tell you right now sorry you weren't supposed to be hearing that i was talking to my tape recorder i can tell you're looking into your tape recorder you're talking into it and all the fish is looking at you you think they you you look like you're the one in the fishbowl you think they in fishbowls when I finally found a private space, I was able to express my thoughts. While Bob K was an interesting character, I found myself drawn to him and his story. Boy, what are you doing in there? Oh, shit. Just give me a second. Why are you in second. my bathroom, boy? Give me a second. I had to son, pee. get out of there, son. Okay. You want a private place? Go in my garage. You can have my garage. I mean, you know what? You can use my recording studio. Go ahead. Oh, really? You have a full recording studio? I have a full recording studio. Of course, there's a fish tank in there, too. Oh, great. Okay, I'll be in, I'll be in there. All right. I'm going to be tending to my fish. Bob K's recording studio was actually very nice, and you could probably tell the audio quality has improved dramatically. Like I was saying, though Bob K was an interesting character to say the least, I found myself drawn to him in a way that I couldn't explain. I found out that he is one of the richest men in the entire world. That is, one of the two richest men in the entire world. The other being his brother. Little did I know, my partner Jonathan was on the other side of the country, having a very similar experience. I first met Charles while at a Walgreens, buying hemorrhoid medication. I was standing in line when this man started shaking me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, coming through, excuse me, excuse me. What? What? What's happening? Why are you shaking me? What? What? You got peanut butter stuck in your ears, boy? Get the fuck out of my way. Is that a saying that people say? I'm trying to go, oh, so you hear me now. Now you hear me. You Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I'm the fucking Verizon guy. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> you mean the Sprint guy? Get there, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to pay for this goddamn fish food. Okay, pay, pay for your fish food, that's fine. You're next in line, go right ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I was facing the wrong way. My apologies, sir. I have trouble sometimes when I get in lines. <laughs> which way they, which way they be going sometimes. You know how it is. Anyway, my name's Charles K. Schwab. Nice to meet you, brother. You want to come over to my house, do a documentary? It's at this moment that I went and Googled Charles K. Schwab on my phone to find out he is one of the richest men in America, if not the world, and that he is the owner of the Bel Air Institute for Exotic Fish and Gift Shop, and I could not turn this opportunity down. Yeah, so we got a beta fish right here. We got another beta fish over, over there. We got somewhere... Somewhere in the realm, and I ain't a mathematician, but we got at some we at some points we had f- five. 
five, six fish. And uh, this gift shop that you list, do you have you have a gift shop for for when people come in and see these five, six fish? Of course, yeah. You can buy any of these goddamn fish. Buy one, please. Oh, take one off my hands. Buy the fish at, at, your, at your zoo. These are for sale. I guess. I you know we so in the past we had some some fish paraphernalia, and we had some little stuffed animal fishies, and we had some little like little fish foods that you could feed them, and then it turns out that that it it was raisinets. <laughs> do not do well in fish tanks. I knew dogs were allergic to fucking chocolate. You ain't seed allergic till you fucking try to feed a beta fish a goddamn raisinette, son. Let me tell you something. You know what happens? I don't even want to tell you what happens. Now, I, I have to say, I've noticed there's a... Here, look, I'm going to dump a whole package okay. in right now. Okay, you, can and, uh, you can see for yourself. You can see for yourself. Look at him. Pack look at him. Into the beta fish tank. And the, Look at that uh, little motherfucker. He's trying to fucking. He's trying. Oh, and he's dead. See? The, the, the beta fish has gone belly up. It's gone belly up. Um, yep. No, I did notice in the. Rest corner in peace. Of the room, Hope you don't mind if I sing a little song in remembrance of my prized possession. I'd, my beta fish. His name was Marcus. When he started singing, I, I found out about his uh, music career. You ain't seen nothing yet. Baby, you just ain't seen nothing yet. Beta Fish, pretty cool. He made me watch several of his music videos, and all of them uh, were just uh, covers of You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And then he would, at the end, uh, have a different tagline about Beta Fish. Sometimes they were pretty cool. Uh, sometimes they were the coolest. Uh, sometimes they were coolio. Boop, 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 baby, you just ain't seen nothing yet. Boop, boop. Beetlefish, am I right? Pretty cool, coolio. Over dinner at the Olive Garden, Charles K. revealed something surprising to me. It turns out he used to own tens of thousands of beta fish with his brother, Bob K. Schwab of Tallahassee, Florida, before having a falling out. How'd I end up in Bel Air? You really won't know. Well, I was born and raised in West Philadelphia. Used to spend my days on the playground. I'd be chilling, maxing, relaxing even sometimes, all cool. And sometimes I'd be shooting some b-ball outside of school. Well, you know, wouldn't believe it, but there was a couple so, of guys... So, one thing's gonna happen. You're gonna go talk to him? You're gonna go talk to Charles K. Schwab? I have to tell you, he is obsessed with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he's actually gonna probably tell you his backstory as a song from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That one mother- little fight, my mom got scared, said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. So that's the story. I moved out to Bel-Air, lived with my Uncle Phil, and... I decided to start buying some beta fish, and then my fucking brother, Bob K. You ever heard of this guy, this fucking, this fucking joker over there, Florida? Bob K, you heard of this guy? He's gonna make up some story about how, like, I'm killing the fish, I'm feeding them raisinets, I'm feeding them, uh, you know, O. Henry bars and stuff, or whatever I got lying around after Halloween left over. You know what? He's lying. I didn't know which of these two men to believe, but then I learned that these two feuding brothers 
had a common enemy, a third rival in the fish market. This discovery took me to Staten Island, New York. Bro, we recording, bro? Just bro, yes, we fucking we have, recording yes, now. We what, have been bro? recording for some time. Yes. Some time now, bro. We just we just talked for a half hour. Yo, what'd you hear me say, bro? Bro, what'd you hear me I say? I heard bro? you crying a lot about your mom and how she didn't love yeah. you. I thought for yeah. your benefit, I would edit that out. If that's okay. And now you're oh, acting. Appreciate it, bro. Yo, much love, bro. Okay. Bro, much love. Can we talk about the fish now? Oh, the fish, bro. Those freaking beta fish, bro. The fucking exotic fish, bro. Oh, bro. Bro, you see my fucking stack behind me, bro? You see my beta fish behind me, bro? Now, you insist that you are the alpha beta in this industry. Bro, so here's what happened, bro. They came in. I was already in this fish market, bro. It was me. There was Scooty Zoo out in Minnesota. There was Marshall Tucker down in Louisiana, bro. And we had this exotic fish market fucking cornered, bro. Fucking cornered. We were getting people coming in. We were getting lines out the door, bro. We'd have people coming in paying $10 admission, $20 admission. You know, we let them pet the baby betas. We let them lay down with the baby betas. We let them have the betas fight, bro. Like, yo, you had to pay $600 if you wanted to take two beta fish and watch them fight, bro. And you want to fight the beta fish yourself, bro? Thousand bucks, bro. Thousand bucks. Thousand bonies in my hand, bro. And I'll let you fight a beta fish, bro. That's how we did this shit out here, fucking Staten Island, bro. No, so here's no, what G-Wagon, that doesn't seem like a fair fight. A man against a beta fish? Dude, those beta fish, you want to... Oh, no, we only let betas fight the beta fish, bro. And we televised that shit. We put it online, bro. A freaking 4chan, a fucking 8chan. Beta v. Beta, bro. Now, when you say beta referring to a human... Bro, I put a human being, I put a beta cuck down in a fucking giant-ass fish tank... I put him in my pool in my backyard with a beta fish. What do you think is going to happen, bro? Every time, beta wins. Every, Every time? time, bro. Every single time, bro. Bro, I have had to be, I've been having to bury bodies, bro. The fish kills the man? The fish kills the man every time, bro. Every time, bro. How? I got 40, 50, 60 bodies in my backyard, bro. 60 bodies in your... Yo, we recording this, bro? Uh, we recording? I, I'm going to have... I'm... Yo, you're going to cut this out, bro, um, right? Like, this is going to give me some trouble, bro. Yes. All right, bro. Yep, I'm hitting stop. I got something for you. I'm hitting stop right now, bro. All right, perfect. All right, tell me more about the body. You gotta know. Well, my body's fucking perfect, bro. I hit the gym. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the bro. I never skip like that, bro. You can never skip like that, bro, because that's where your fucking strength comes. I'm not. I understand. I'm talking about the deceased humans that you were saying you have. I know you don't consider them human, but the deceased uh, uh, beta beta cucks in my backyard, bro. Yes. Yeah, bro. There's like mass graves back there, bro. Like I got a bulldozer, I got a freaking, uh, I got a freaking uh, bobcat back there. You know, you dig it out, and you just throw another body in there. You throw some lime on it, then you throw the, uh, then you throw the dirt on top. You let that shit build up. You plant a little bit of grass, and boom, that's fertilizer, baby. It wasn't long before I realized that G Wagon was not alone in this. Yeah, we let the fucking guys fight the fish, and yeah, the fish always win. Of course they win. These are beta fish, bro. They're gonna fucking go for the juggler. That's what they do. They literally you put a you put a guy in a pool. You put a fish in a pool. If it's a beta fish, fish gonna go right for that juggler vein. He's gonna bite it. He's gonna he's gonna sometimes. I have seen them sweep the leg. I have seen it. What we ended up doing out here is we ended up, you know, one man, one cock versus one beta was not enough for us. So what we would do, we do one beta versus two cooks. One beta versus three cooks. We got up to one beta versus 35 cooks. And the beta won. 
The bait of one! You would think that a, a specimen that is so fragile, just one raisinette could kill it. So I've heard. And yet you make them fight 100, 200 guys at once, they fucking kill them all! We had 30,000, 40,000 fish that we were selling to the U.S. Army, to the military, to the Marines, to the Navy especially. They would put the, they would put the beaters in the torpedo, they would shoot it at a submarine, they would go in the submarine, make a big hole, boom, you got water for the beta fish to, to swim around. We ain't gonna drown them out, we go wait for them to die. That beta fish, bang, 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 jugulars, baby jugulars all day. You don't think the fucking US military's got fucking beta fish in Afghanistan? You think it's drones killing all them terrorists? You think it's drones, really? Do you? Answer me. So when we learned that the military was involved, we realized this went way higher than we had expected. So we went to find answers. And where else did we go? But straight to the Pentagon. Excuse me, do you have time to... Excuse me, sir, do you have time to talk to my partner and I? We are doing a documentary podcast about beta fish. And we would just like to... Just a few moments what? of your time. Oh. What? I'm a... I'm a tourist. What? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm what? sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Yes, you're. I, yes, you're wearing a fanny pack and a Hawaiian shirt. I was talk. I meant to be talking to the man in the military uniform behind you, sir. Sir, behind him. Uh, we had a couple questions about. Uh, this is going to sound crazy, and I don't even think it's true. But is it? We heard something about how they are, and I don't even know who they is, but like beta fish being used as uh, being weaponized. Sir, we have a leak. It was at that point that we were swarmed by the U.S. military. Cut to two months later, and here we are still in jail. Still still in prison? Uh, Not quite sure why, but I'm glad they let us keep our podcasting equipment. And a connection to the internet so we can get our story out there. Yeah, this has been great. I've been, put, I've been able to cut in some music. Uh, that was some of it. I think maybe even was copyrighted. But you know what? We're already in federal jail. Like, what am I? What are we gonna not use it for? Our first documentary is amateur filmmakers. I think this went pretty well. I'd say it went, aside from the part about us ending up in federal prison for just asking one question to the guard at the Pentagon. I mean, yeah, I think it went pretty well. For NPR, I'm Timothy Franklin. I'm Jonathan Bismarck. The time is 8.20. Okay, Rob, that's that's it, right? That's another episode in the books, episode 19, uh, or yes. whatever, as I think you said at the beginning. I think, yeah, I was pretty sure it was 19, but just in case, you know, I yeah. threw in the or whatever. You think it's going to become obvious to people that we don't put a lot of effort into this podcast? No, and I, I don't think... No. Why? You mean because we just hit record in the beginning for like five minutes and then stop and then go in the other room and like do whatever and then come back like after we've played the episode that we don't really listen to and then record a two-minute outro? Yeah, like we're telling people that like we're going to play them some podcast that they... that we think is really great and they... they you know, deserves to have people hear it. Yeah. But we've never actually like listened to it. We've just kind of read the description. Then we play it. But while we mm-hmm. play it, we don't listen. We leave and go to do something else. Right. 
Uh, yeah. And then we come back and just give an outro and move on forever. Yeah, I feel like though people trust us and they trust our our taste more than anything. And I think that's evidenced by the fact that we are now being legally mandated to do this podcast by the governor. And I believe it's, we have, we've been threatened by the governor if we don't do it. I don't even know what at that point. Some kind of fine, maybe. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like an ordinance? I don't know. But I, I don't know what a governor can actually do to me. Especially in a state I don't live in. Yeah, this was the governor of Wisconsin. Yeah. But listen, who am I? And we don't live anywhere near Wisconsin. But like, who am I to say no to the to a governor? Like you said before, like I have respect. If I don't have respect for the man, I have to respect the office, Rob. I have to. Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, Chris. Right. And the and times so, we're living in. You yes. got to respect the office. You have to respect the office. Of no matter governor. who the man is. The, the office of governor in Wisconsin specifically is what I'm talking about. Oh, just that seat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You've yeah. got to respect that. That is a solemn and holy office. It's sacred. Anyway, that's our show. So that's podcast town guys. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you again soon. Two weeks probably. Right. For sure. I mean, yeah. we have to, we have to. So on behalf of the show, uh, we'll talk to you later. I'm Chris. I'm Rob. Podcast out. 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 You saying Pakistan? Pakistan. What? No, I Are said. You saying Pakistan? Rob, I said podcast town. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pakistan. Podcast town. <laughs>